What's up, what's up, everybody? You're tuned into the new Del C show, and I'm your host, of course, Del C. Today is May 13th, still 2023. In a few minutes, it will be Mother's Day. So I want to say happy Mother's Day to my mother, first and foremost, um, and to all the other mothers out there, the great, the good mothers out there. That took care of their kids who did, you know, everything and the grandmothers out there and even um, the fathers that had to be the mother and the father. And I'm going to say the same thing. I'm going to say the same thing for Father's Day when the mothers had to be both, you know, shout out to the single mothers, shout out to the mothers, period, that held it down. Um, I'm going to celebrate my mother's birthday and birthday, what am I saying? I'm gonna celebrate my mother's um Mother's Day celebration. Cause you know we we try to go we try to go all out, man. But I, I wasn't able to do anything, first of all, because unfortunately I take the train in Boston. I'ma tell y'all, it's the worst place right now to get on public transportation. Thank God. Y'all got cars. Just thank yourself for that. That you went and went and got got your license and you got your car and you got all that thing intact. Because guess what? I am suffering from not having that. Um, because you got to deal with the BS. I left my job nine o'clock. It's now eleven twenty-five, and I'm just getting to my place. But <clears throat> it is what it is, right? You know, sacrifices. This is what I do to work. Um, work both jobs or whatever. You know what I mean? Whoops, I'm telling too much of my business. You shouldn't do that on the app, you know. As somebody said, you know what? I don't really care what that person says. Much love and respect to them, but nah. Not listening to you. This is what I do. No topics is off limits. You know, I share a little bit of my life, but not everything. You know what I mean? Because I know a lot of y'all haters will try to use that against me. But anyways, um, also on my break at my job, I was going in on these people because this guy got on there and they're talking about the Jordan Neely situation. And somebody had the audacity to say that that ex-Marine was a hero because he's a Marine. I said, he is not no hero. You sound like a damn fool. He's a murderer. He's a killer, but he's not no, you know, so every, you know, some people was going in or whatever this lady got on. Some people was, you know, is that debate? Is this situation a race issue? It should be a people issue, but looking at what it is, and I'm looking at, because I have not watched that video yet. I refuse to watch that video and, and maybe it's available somewhere, but I'm not interested in watching it. I did see a picture of the guy pose, pose down as he's putting this guy in a chokehold to the ground. Why people are holding him. The two people are holding, holding his arms down as he's choking, putting this guy in a chokehold. Nobody thought to say, okay, get off of him. Now, a lot of people, I didn't see the video, but even if this was the case, nobody said anything about him being threatening. So how are you going to say it's self-defense? Was he coming at you? No. He threw down his jacket and said, I am thirsty. I need food. I need money. That's it. Somebody could have said, hey, 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 calm down. You know, because he's homeless, whatever. He has mental illness problems. He's been in and out of jail, some some people were saying. And and um, the system has failed him, as I said on the show before. But um, anyways, so you, okay, this happens. He looks too comfortable with putting him in this chokehold. He didn't look like, you know what I'm saying? He looked just too happy. Like he was posing. And then you had people around 
encouraging this behavior where you're supposed to be a hero, but you kill somebody. So how are you? Like I said, either you're part of the solution or you're part of the problem. He was part of the problem. And the other two morons, killers, I should say, that participated in this, the right thing would have been to do. And I can say this because I've been on the train, obviously. <laughs> Hello? The guy that just said he doesn't drive he doesn't drive a car. Um, but don't judge me because trust me, I I have I I'm I'm a hard worker, okay? Hard worker, two job. But anyways, enough about me. Back to what I'm saying. Um so you people think that this was right. This type of behavior was right for him to do that. Okay. How is he a hero? How is he a hero? He killed somebody. So it just shows you. And the ones that were saying this were mostly white. Not all. Because unfortunately, this dumb lady had a nerve to say that it's not a race issue. Y'all y'all can't make everything a race issue. No, I'm not making everything a race issue. This is just what it is. I call it for what it is. If it's not a race issue, I, I would not open my mouth and say that. You opened your mouth and said that because a couple other people on the you was posting whatever they were posting, but there were some racist people on there that were saying what they were saying. Somebody said something about Emmy Till deserved to die. She didn't agree with that. She got pissed off. She said, let me get off here. She said, have a good day to you racist people and everybody. And, you know, it is a race issue. And somebody said that everything is a race issue. You know, the majority of it is. And we can't sit here and pretend like it's not. This world has been like this forever. And what I said on the post, I said this. I said, if that was a black Marine and there was a white guy that came, a homeless guy that came on in, acted up the same way, and he put that that guy in a chokehold, would y'all be defending him? Because he's a Marine, right? But now he'll be he turned to a black Marine with a bullet in his head. Ain't nobody going to help hold this white guy down. Ain't no, nobody would help hold this white guy down, right? That wouldn't happen. That would not happen. And if it did, if they all three of them was black, they would all be dead. They would all be dead. Okay, you hear me? The cops would have got there so quick. But how can I say, right? Because it didn't happen that way. It happened this way. Homeless guy, mental illness, asking for money, asking for food, saying he's thirsty. I would have said, calm down because I rolled the, the NYC bus, the train. I would have said, calm down, calm down, calm down, please just calm down. You know, assure him that we have help because remember, he has mental illness problems and so you can't approach him hostile because he's already being hostile. So you don't match match hostile with hostile. And when I said that the police don't even know how to handle people with mental illness or or um, any of that. You know what I mean? Special needs, whatever you want to say, they don't even know how to handle that. So. That's the first thing. We got to learn and listen to each other. See, this lady on there was ready to run off. I don't want to get off of what I'm saying. Should have offered him food. Should have said, let's go. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, let's go to the, to, to whatever you could afford. Cause maybe you may not have money like that, but maybe you have something in your pocket or maybe you have something in your heart. Huh? I said, maybe you have something in your heart. What'd you say? I said, maybe you have something in your heart that you can say, listen, I want to help you, but you got to calm down, please. You feed this man, y'all talk, 
You look at a 1-800 number and he might say, oh, I've been here before. I can't. Listen, I will stand right, right with you to make sure that you get help. To make sure that you be able to talk to somebody and somebody will get you to. Somebody said he he um he was offered the help so many times and he rejected it. That's hearsay. That's hearsay. They said he was arrested a whole because the guy got um problems and they did not take care of it the way they should have. They the system failed them, like I said. But you know who failed to the people on that damn train that sat there and watched these three guys do what they do, especially that damn militant guy. And then they're talking about, well, you shouldn't show this picture of him. Well, you see, you're showing the picture of him, of him doing that to, um, I don't even know the guy. I heard them say the guy's name, whatever. He's just the ex Marine to me, the ex Marine killer. That's what he is to me. But Jordan Neely was murdered and the guy was able to walk and they said don't show they got him in handcuffs or whatever that's the picture that need to be seen because you gotta show it from the beginning to the well it's not ended yet you gotta show that in order to show this okay they only did it and I heard people say that he they only did it to shut people up why they arrested him, why they're charging him with, I believe, manslaughter, whatever. No, you murdered somebody, you should get life. You should get life. You And you want to say it was self-defense. How was it self-defense? He was throwing stuff, they said, right? That's what they say. I have not seen the video. Even then, did he physically harm somebody? He can yell all he wants. People yell all the time. And then somebody had a nerve to say, not on there, but somebody I know that didn't really give a damn about what I'm talking about because he said, I don't watch the news. I don't watch anything. He don't pay attention to nothing because that's his life. Very fucking depressing. But that's a whole nother story. Um, but like I'm trying to say, um, it was handled wrong. It was handled wrong. There's no such thing as making a mistake. He did not make a mistake. You are trained. You have to do what you have to do. And all this is his duty. He signed, you know, signed up for it. You know, basically as a Marine, you know, you made an oak or whatever oak or whatever they're trying to say, whatever excuse. I don't even know what the hell I'm talking about right now. I do and I don't. You know what I'm saying? I don't know the proper etiquette for, for that. But what I do know is they sh he should have not put him in that chokehold. Because it wasn't necessary for him to even put his hands on him. So you're doing wrong. You're talking about he was harmed yourself. How are you defending yourself against somebody? Was he come was Jordan Neely coming at you? Was he coming at the ex-Marine? Was he coming at anybody? So you supposedly you did that to be a hero, but this thing, you you were not a hero in this. How was he a hero? Oh, all Marines are heroes. Bullshit. Not in this situation. He wasn't no motherfucking hero. Okay? He was not no motherfucking hero. He was a murderer. And needs to be arrested. And the other two that was involved, they need to get arrested too. Let's not let's not get that shit twisted. Let's not come on now. They need to go to jail too. They need to be charged the same way. All of them need to be doing life. Period. Because you sat there and you hold this guy down. What the fuck? Nobody came. All new. First of all, New York is fucking busy. That subway is fucking busy so there's no way in hell oh you know people don't want to get involved but y'all got involved with putting them motherfucking videotapes on all see out of all y'all didn't need to have the camera oh this is this is entertainment this is entertainment watching the guy get choked to his death that's real fucking entertainment that's real fucking entertainment where are the men at 
Where are the men at? Okay? Where are the men at? Y'all could have got this guy up off him. Went and got this guy some food. Gave him a little money. Call the 1-800 number. Call somebody that you know is going to help. Not these cops because sometimes they act like fools. It probably would have been. It probably would have been the same type of situation where he ended up dead. And that's a shame. But that's how it is. That's how it is in the city. That's how it is. No matter where you are. Because they do, they're not trained properly to handle this. But this is not about the cops. This is about this trained militant guy. That, oh, I can't wait to kill a black man. Okay, yeah, I said it. This is not a race. Get the fuck out of here, right? It was a fucking race thing. And anybody, that, any black person that don't think it is, you don't know yourself. Shut the fuck up. Because all you're doing is encouraging these white people. And then they'll say the same thing. Oh yeah, you hear you heard what Craig said? He said it wasn't a he said it wasn't a race thing. Well, this black guy is saying it was a race thing. Because if it because listen, me personally, if it happened to white, black, Hispanic, Chinese, Asian, Philippine, Indian, whoever it happened to, it would not be right. But let's not pretend it's not a fucking race thing. Let's stop with the bullshit and be honest and have the discussion. Don't run away because you don't like what's being said. Every we're not all gonna agree uh, agree on the same shit. But sometimes she talking about don't dwell on it. We can't dwell on it. what the fuck are you talking about? You just talked about you being abused and what you've been through, whatever. If you don't address the issue then the issue will continue to happen and happen again. So people, please use your fucking head and everybody talk. Because listen, we may have our disagreements. We may not agree, but listen to where everybody's coming from. I heard somebody say, and this is what I said even at work, in order to understand where somebody's coming from, put yourself in their fucking shoes for a moment. How the fuck would you feel? And be real with yourself. Don't lie to yourself. Be real. How would you feel? You're frustrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You got no money. You got no job. You have problems that you don't even know how to handle. It's an illness, mental health, illness, mental health, depression, people, trauma. You don't know what this, this kid, his, this guy, 30 year old guy has been through hell. Okay. And I'm not, and listen, I got respect for our Marines, our vets, whatever. But this is no heroic shit right here. This is no, you're not a fucking hero for killing somebody. That was no harm to any, I don't give a fuck. He can yell across the moon. It ain't no reason to kill him. It ain't no reason to, it, was he hurting somebody? Was he coming at people? Because listen, when I said this, I heard somebody said it on the post, but I already know about this. It, because it happened either in Jersey or New York where somebody was on the train. Now listen to this, y'all, because I, I probably said this months ago or last year on this show. Somebody raped a homeless guy, raped this woman, and you know what the fucking people did? They didn't help her. They fucking recorded it. The bus driver, I'll give the, I'll give the bus driver a round of applause. The train driver, whatever. I'll give him a round of applause because you know what? He... He was the only man that stepped up because he didn't know what the hell was going on. He seen this person getting raped. He removed the fucking guy off the girl, woman that was being raped or sexually aroused, sexually abused or whatever you want to say, because it was happening for minutes. Nobody did nothing. They had that damn phone camera on recording it. Like, like I said before, what is real to people is not real anymore. And what is fake is real to them. What is real is fake. 
What is fake is real. They sat there. Ooh, this woman is, this is real. Could this really be happening? I'm going to record this. He comes, breaks the shit up. They get mad at the fucking, they get mad at the bus driver, the train driver. What? I said they get mad at the train driver because he stopped this man from raping him. So it was entertainment to them. Something has been taking away from this woman. She was raped. She was raped, attacked. A part of her body, part of herself. She probably has nightmares about this. She survived, but she didn't survive, if you know what I mean. She's going to be in counseling. She's going to never trust the fucking man. She's never going to trust anybody. She think probably the, the bus driver or whatever. Yes. This is what I said, right? Domestic violence is dangerous, right? All of this shit is dangerous. There's a situation. I was, okay. I was doing security or whatever. This woman, there was two situations like that. The police said we can't do nothing unless the guy do something. But you know he was problems. We followed this guy around because he was beating on this woman. He was talking bad, but the police could did not arrest him. I don't even need to tell you what color he was. Yeah. I don't need to tell you that. Back in the days, they, nobody, they would not get involved in domestic violence. And people wouldn't. Because you could be trying to protect the girl. And the girl would turn on you and say, get your hands off my man. You bastards. Then you find yourself getting in trouble for trying to protect her. So there was a situation one time, this girl was walking, the guy was being a jerk or whatever. And I said, you need help? I was doing security. She ignored me at first. And then when she was finally alone by herself, she said, hey, hey, hey. She wanted to help, but she didn't want to do it in front of him. So he came back told her to get in the car. She got in the damn car. I'm like, damn, I hope he doesn't kill her. You know, I didn't, I don't have anything after that. The moral of the story is you can't get involved in everything, but a situation like that, you damn sure should get involved in it. You're watching somebody getting fucking raped. You're watching somebody getting killed. Hopeless. Look at the fucking, I looked at the fucking picture. That's why I said, I don't want to watch that. I've already seen what happened to George Floyd. I seen that shit by the fucking dirty ass cop. That same look. And I'm going to tell you that same look that, that insane look like, yes, I killed the nigga. Yeah, I said it. That same look that he had on his fucking face is the same look that police officer had to kill George Floyd. The same look. And you're going to tell me this is not a race thing. He couldn't wait. But y'all stupid asses. He's a hero. He's a hero. Shut the fuck up with that bullshit. Shut up. He ain't no motherfucking hero. Where was his family at? Why is this guy on the street? Why didn't anybody help him? These are the questions, right? But he's gone. He's gone. But those people are not. They don't get to walk. None of them. None of the three of their asses get to walk. Okay? None of them. It's almost midnight, y'all. I'm getting there. Um, if anybody watched that damn mama, the last, I would say the, the final, um, Document series. I think it was four or five. Um, I comment on it, so I should know, right? Um, it made you cry. It took me, I'm going to tell you, it took me back to 96 after hearing the news that Tupac died. And you get to, and you got to see a mother's pain, wanting her son to, to live. But she knew she had to let him go. She knows she had to let him go. 
but to hear her sing at the end of the recording like i'm a, first of all i'm gonna say to you that you's brother he did a hell of a job everything made sense like everything was just clear to me this made me love Tupac even more. This made me love Afina Sh- Shakur even more. And have respect even for, her, you know, have respect for his her sister, Glow. And, and, and the people that really loved him. Um, and the hair from, from, from um, Eminem. You know, he got to have that relationship that somewhat relationship with Afina Shakur she drew, he drew a picture of Tupac and gave it to her he also had the rights to some of his songs when he put together some of those you know albums or whatever and she said do what you got to do with them and she did he did he did he did and a lot of people had their complaints or whatever But he was so happy. He said it was the best, basically, moment of his life where he gets to, you know what I mean? He realized that Tupac was a good songwriter. He said this. This is not on the show. But he was talking about when Tupac died, the the impact that he had. He loved Tupac. He was a fan of Tupac. Um, That he could make you cry. His songs could make you cry. Looking at that video... I'm not mad at you. It's it. The way I'm gonna say the way that you captured. I don't know how he got a hold of all the people that did the music videos, but the way he captured these these videos is like you're going into Tupac's soul. You're going into the heart of this man, and everything. Like if his music wasn't already emotional, it damn sure was emotional now. I would recommend anybody go back, go on your demand, set your, uh, go back uh, to your DVR, go back to it's all, first of all it's on FX, and it's probably on something else too. You definitely want to check out that documentary series. And R.I.P. to Shock G, they got clips of him talking um, from another documentary they did on Tupac many many years ago, um, but. What he was saying about Tupac was good things. He misses him. We all, they all miss him. We all miss him. And there's the myth of him still being alive and people are like, no, he's too quiet. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's too quiet. If Tupac was alive, there were so many things going on in my life that I didn't really get to seek in those moments, but I was happy when he got out of jail. I was happy when he joined Death Row. At the time, I liked Dr. Dre, but then everything fall by the wayside. Then you find out that Snoop wasn't as loyal. I don't even know why Snoop was on this documentary. I don't know why they allowed him to be on there, but he was. Only one outlaw was on there. I don't know why Mutar wasn't on there. Morph- Morphian, I think his his stepbrother was on there. Um, his sister was on there. The aunt, as I said, Glow. I love her storytelling on her mother and Tupac. Um, there's another friend that he had that he used to perform with or whatever. Um, he was on there. Some people and, and his teacher, the lady that um, took him in and all that, she was on there. I would say Jasmine Guy was on there. Um, I don't know why Jada Pickett wasn't on there. I know they had some type of falling out after you know but the love was still there for those two but they had the direction you know what I mean like that night that he got killed like what who was he trying to prove something to I would say going from what Buster Rhymes said to Fat Joe about him always wanting to prove his loyalty and you've seen that on the movie even though people criticized that movie there were some things that they got right 
He wanted to prove his loyalty to Suge Knight. So what did he do? He went to go beat up Orlando uh, um, Anderson, which was crazy, right? It was crazy because that's not the direction he was going in. As they said, he had everything planned out. He was going to leave death row. He complained, but what would they do? They buy him off with stuff, give him a car. Then they find out that that house didn't belong to him. That was supposed to be his, supposed to be his. 25 years old, right? He accomplished so much more than a lot of us did. A lot of people do in a lifetime. He already had his, he was a pro, he, I was look at him as a prophet. Like I would look at TMX, how I would look at um, Nipsey Hussle. How I, how I would look at Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. They came and did their time. They left a mark. But we want him. We want him back. We love him. We miss him. But see, Tupac was our Martin Luther King. He was our Malcolm X. He was our Marvin Gaye. I can't tell you how I was affected by his death. It's not just like, oh, I'm a fan of a this guy. Looking, listening to his interviews, listening to his songs, he was trying to tell us something at that age. Stuff that's still going on in the world. He was talking about then. He was talking about then. But he knew that we were going to be talking about him even then. This guy is so slick, right? He's a Gemini. Like, he's like my brother. Like my brother, he, all the things that he said. You see my brother get upset. You see him be nice. You see him be quiet. But every time they come in the room, they bring light. They bring good, they bring that energy. But I wish that he never would have went to Vegas. I wish Tupac never would have went to Vegas. He didn't even want to go. I wish he never would have went. I was working around that time. I was, you know, trying to keep track of what was going on because we didn't have social media or nothing like that. But I had MTV. I had MTV and BET, and after he died, that airy thing came, you know, I'm not mad at you, because he said, if I, like Shock G said, if I die this way, this is how I want to put this out, so one minute, they put out, um, toss it up, one minute they put out, I'm not mad at you, he's going to heaven on the video, meeting uh, Sammy Davis, Red Fox, um, Bob Molly. He's meeting all these people. It's like that he knew that he wasn't going to have a long life. He talked about death so much. Did he embrace it? Did he know that? Yes, that's we have a they said we have a um, enter and we have an exit, you know. That's it. That's what we all have. We live and we die. And that, you know, I'm sorry. I did get a little emotional because I always do when I'm talking about this, that night (laughs) that changed a lot of things. And going back to that, people don't understand how important people are, how he touched the world. Maybe not everybody. There's a lot of people. Uh, people that don't like Tupac they don't like his music they never heard of him or you know whatever problem then you got people sneak dissing but me when he died when I got the news that he died I went outside and I and I told this I told this on a YouTube I took it down because 
Um, I was trying to find out if it was the spinners of the Manhattans. I would say it was the spinners that made this song Sadie. And a, a little bit of that melody or whatever is from that that he did for his mother, his his mother, dear mother. Um, is actually Mother's Day right now. So happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. And we love you. Okay, back to my conversation. So, yeah, it's this came out of uh, weeks before Mother's Day. Leaving on that note Friday. I didn't even want to erase that off. But I, I don't think I could watch it again. Because if I, because if I watch it again, I'm going to get super emotional. And I don't think people understand, man. This This guy... It was more, and I keep telling people, it's more than the music, but the music touches your heart. He came into our living rooms. He came in our headphones. That spirit. Only DMX. That spiritual, that spiritual being. Only him. And the, him and Nipsey Hussle possessed this inside for the for the people. He was the people. They were for the people. They were for the people, man. And I wish that they all could have met up. They were they were our prophets. God used them. The devil tried to destroy every all three of them because no, were they per, they weren't perfect. They were who they were. And they will be remembered. Tupac will be remembered, but also his mother. His mother was powerful, intelligent, beautiful soul. Even though you was a crack fiend mother, you always was a black queen mother. Powerful. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. These are my emotions. This guy. (laughs) This guy was something special. Something special. Like Haley's Comet. What comes once in a lifetime. I wish I could have talked to this guy. I wish I could have got to really know him met him in person I wanted to say that I wrote him a letter when he was I was only a few years few years younger than him few years younger than him I was born in 70 73 he was born in what 71 <sighs> so when he died at 25 I think I was like 23 or something It hurt. It still hurts to this day because you hear me crying. So what? Y'all can, oh, he's a big baby. Why are you sweating somebody that you don't even know? That's the power of music, the power of people. When you have that connection. When you have that connection. I can relate to his pain. And all the rumors about Jamie Foxx, his his daughter finally spoke up. He's been out of the hospital. Prayers go with him. Relax, brother. We don't want to lose you. We love you. And um, continue doing what you're doing. And also, listen, I want to thank the guests, um, my guests that came on this um this week thank you for taking that time his brother's also a singer too but this singer goes by the name of um lacar he's an r&b singer which doesn't write his music does his own videos does all that stuff so um 
yeah, just go on YouTube, SoundCloud, your finest music. Um, and I'm I'm gonna play his music now after I I need a tissue, you know. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna basically wrap this up. I talked about everything. Again, I want to wish all the mothers a happy Mother's Day. I like to thank the listeners for tuning in. And uh, there will be a show Monday. And um, stay tuned because next week I may have more guests coming on. And um, again, for those that think this is a competition thing, listen, you do what you do. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you. I, I see you. And I think it's ridiculous because, number one, I've been doing the online thing, radio for a long time. I just, I started doing this during the pandemic, but I'm not here to compete with anybody. I do my thing and you do your thing, period. There's room for everybody. The Del C show is the Del C show. Um, The Icy show is the Icy show. Um, And all the other shows are what they are. And different platforms and different, you know, you do yours online. I, I do mine's online, except it's not visual. It's auto. Meaning you turn it on, you can hear it. And it's available on all digital platforms. You can listen to it anytime. You can listen it to your car. All you got to do is plug it up to your your piece on your, on your car, on your phone, and you know, Take it from the phone, plug it up, however it is, and you'll be on there. So I'm not here to compete with anybody. Um, And if you want to listen to my music, I mean, if you happen to scroll on YouTube or whatever, if you happen to be on Spotify, there's volume one, two, and three. Four may be coming soon. I just got to get things right first and um is the best of that's that's the best of volume one volume two volume three the best of just like that i just left it like that you fill in the blank what it means the best of dc the musical artist but i just left it like that the best of And the best is yet to come, depending on how I feel about this music thing, because I need more people. I need people, period, to support my music, you know, like I would support yours, period. You know, you can't. I'm not begging anybody. I'm just saying. Is it going to hurt you to listen to my music? No, I listen to your music. I might, I might not like all your music. But anyways, I'm going to end the show. Um, stay blessed. Stay positive. Remember to always let your loved ones know you lo- love them. Because tomorrow's not promised to no man, woman, or child. And what I also say at the end of the show is because this is what I want you to do. Because we all have hard times. We all, Even when I'm not, I still want you to pray for me. And I will pray for you. And I'm out, y'all. One. But I cannot let this show end without saying happy birthday to Mr. Stevie Wonder. May you have many more beautiful birthdays. So happy belated birthday to you. And um, keep doing what you do. Inspiring us. Happy birthday to the living legend. Thank you. Sometimes I want you to myself That's hella selfish But that's all I know when it comes to you I ain't been myself That's hella selfish But that's all I know when it's overdue Can you get back to me soon? I'm losing my cool I need you Now I want you to myself
kisses We started off kissing I do all the dishes If you let me kiss it Put a dip in your back when you don't know how to act Put the bubbles in the tub, baby love, let me run your back Stay up in the bed, talking heavy Wish you could stay for good, what you always tell me And I let you know, you ain't gotta go Sometimes I want you to myself, that's hella selfish But that's all I know when it comes to you Like I can't see the beach I kid around like it don't even phase me But no conversation can make up for the ways you play in me It ain't like that, I'm not like that Left a message in the bottle, you ain't right back mm -hmm. And I let you know, you ain't gotta go Sometimes I want you to myself That's hella selfish, but that's all I know when it comes to you I ain't been myself, that's hella selfish But that's all I know when it's overdue Can you get back to me soon? I'm losing my cool I need you, Now I want you to myself I cannot help it Can you let me know when you're coming through?
Explain 